0: Hey guys, uh, welcome to episode two of um, my podcast. I'm Tierra and my website is, uh, or my blog is touchebytierra.com. And um, today I kind of wanted to talk about um, two of the articles that I've written that um, are making its way or making their way through the interwebs right now. Um, One of the articles is the article that I wrote for Scary Mommy And the other article is one that's currently on my blog. Um, And there are two that I feel uh, are kind of getting the most traffic. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about those, about the message behind those, even a little bit about the reaction to um, those specific articles. And, um, you know, I guess more so why I felt it was important to um, put it out there. So the first article that I wanted to talk about is uh, the one that I did for Scary Mommy. And um, the title of that article is Why My Oldest Child's Birthday Will Always Be More Important Than My Youngest. So the title is lengthy. Um, It's also slightly controversial. Um, You know, when that article was published to Scary Mommy, and then when they they put it or added it to their Facebook page, um, there were a lot of people that were that were irate with the title of the article. You know, they I've heard things like, oh, clickbait. Um, you know, oh, she did it on purpose, or she shouldn't have used those words. And, you know, um, I named the article what I named it um, because I felt that it was a perfect representation of what it was that I was talking about in the article. I wasn't even thinking about, oh, if I name it this, then it's going to get a lot of clicks. No, I named it that because, you know, that is exactly what the article is about. So why not? Um, with that article, uh, the um, the reactions were um, mixed. Um, it was, a, it was very much a diverse group of reactions. I will say the majority of the, um, feedback was positive and, and women related and they understood what I was, what I was talking about. But then there were women who were really, really angry. Um, you know, I had women after the fact, um, after it was released and after I commented back to a couple people that took it up on themselves to kind of scroll through my Facebook and, make assumptions as to what kind of mother they thought that you know i i was just based off of um the title of the article and you know um i guess what things that they see on my my page or whatever it was it was really interesting but what i found is that with the majority of the people who did not like the article um or did not like the title, you know, they had not even read the article. If you looked on the Scary Mommy Facebook page, you could see these conversations about how could you have a favorite child? Um, And, you know, I celebrate all of my children's birthdays the same. Okay. The title of the article is why my oldest birthday will always be more important than my youngest. Um, Nowhere in the title nor in the article does it say anything regarding me having a favorite child. The article does not even talk about my relationship with my children. Um, I think that people were inserting the word favorite um, where important was. And favorite and important have two totally different definitions. Also, um, when you see the word birthday, they, for whatever reason, were associating the word um, or associating a celebration with the word birthday again the article is not about celebrations Um, you know there were an abundance of people who just were honing in on like oh my gosh how does she have or how do you celebrate one child? more or have a favorite child and so far off if you read the article it has nothing to do with that the article simply talks about and discusses um how every year around the middle of july my son's my oldest son's birthday is um july 20th so every year around the middle of July, I just feel an overwhelming sense of anxiety. Um, I'm also very, very, very excited because he is excited. He's he's getting older and, um, you know, with every year there's a new set of um, just not challenges necessarily, but there's just things to look forward to, you know, as your children grow. So it's a mix, you know, emotions. It's a mix of emotions. And for me... I couldn't ever shake or understand why anxiety was one of those emotions, you know, when I was little and I would think of myself like, oh, when you're going to be a mommy and, you know, when your children are older, you're going to be so excited and, you know, all the things. And I'm just like, this is a joyous occasion. So why is there this hint of anxiety, this shadow of anxiety? And the night before he turned six, so January or I'm sorry, July 19th, um, you know i was feeling really heavy i don't know what it is i was just feeling really heavy all these thoughts like am i doing good you know am i do i need to be more do i need to do more um this year you know the past 12 months what could you have done better what did you do really good you know what did you do well so as I'm sitting here feeling all of these emotions, I decided to just pull my phone out and like write it out. And it turned into that article. Um, But what it is is that, you know, I say this in the article, I'm not going to go into details, you know, every little thing in the article. But the one thing there's one point that I made in the article that I feel um, kind of best explains um, why I have anxiety. And if you relate, then this might make sense to you as well. But for me, um, around the time of his birthday, you know, his birthday is the anniversary of the day that I became a mother. And the day that I became a mother is single-handedly the day that my responsibilities became so much bigger and larger than anything that they, they ever were and anything that they will ever, ever be. Um, raising kids is, you know, it is um a blessing. It is a huge, huge, huge Uh, amount of responsibility. And, you know, I take it seriously. So every year around the time of his birthday, I do a lot of self-reflecting. And as I described it in the article, I said, it's kind of like giving yourself an annual review for the most important job that you'll ever have. And that's exactly how I feel. You know, it is the anniversary of the day that my life completely changed and that i started living for someone other than myself you know every step that i make from here on out in my lifetime um there's somebody who has to um i won't say deal with it deal is the wrong word but you know i have to think about them in everything that i do and every job that i take um, you know, in every relationship that I start or end or whatever, I have to consider them. So I think that's why, or I know now that that is why my anxiety is always so high around his birthday because I, I self reflect a lot. And that does not mean that I'm sitting around on July 20th, his actual birthday and I'm mopey or I'm, you know, um, emotionally like not present I'm very much like excited on his day and we do whatever they want to do it's funny because my oldest actually does not like parties um he would much rather invite a friend to do something fun or we'll go like out of town or something like that he's not a big birthday party person anymore um and my younger one is he loves that attention um but you know it's just comes back around to, um, you know, that time during the year, during July, I just feel like I need to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can do and the best that I'm, that I am the best that I can be for them. So yeah, that was that article and I just kind of wanted to touch base on it a little bit. And then, um, the other article that I wanted to talk about is one that is on my blog currently and it is called staying together for the kids is bullshit so again another title you can call it clickbait if you want to that's fine i really you know it doesn't bother me um at the end of the day i'm just i'm one when the when my writing articles post whatever are a little more serious i want people to know what they're reading before they read it um so, with this one, you know it was really difficult for me to write this one out um I actually wrote it a couple of days after the scary Mommy blog um went live or the scary Mommy post went live and um with the backlash that I had gotten from scary mommy um and again it it wasn't a lot it you know, it it's I'm a sensitive person. So even if there are 300 people that agree with me, the 30 that didn't bothered me until I realized like that's just a part of it. But nonetheless, there was a, a level of backlash there. And, um, you know, initially I was like, oh, my gosh, am I strong enough for this? Like, do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to keep writing? And I made a decision. I was like, either you're going to keep writing Um, and you're going to do it the way that you set out to do it, you know, which was to be completely raw and, um, authentic about things that I've gone through, or you're just going to stop and not do it at all. There's no way I was going to have this, um, blog on the internet and just have this, like, in my opinion, just a bunch of, like, half-ass articles, you know, like, that's not why I wanted to do this. So, um, I told myself I was going to keep going, and the next article that I wrote was Staying Together for the Kids is Bullshit, um... So that article, like I said, extremely vulnerable article, extremely raw. Um, I was talking about, you know, me at the end of my marriage and the house that we lived in and how that affected my oldest child. Um, One thing about my marriage at the time is that we worked um, weird shifts or he worked weird shifts. So we weren't always home at the same time. And most of the time when we would be home together, it would be at nighttime, So luckily my baby at the time, who was probably a year old, um, he would already be asleep. But at nighttime when, when we would get to arguing and fighting, and when I say fighting, I don't necessarily mean physically fighting. I just mean when, you know, we would have altercations and just be into it. Um, my oldest would all would witness it, um, one thing that I talk about in the article is how my mom lives seven minutes away. So when we would get really heated, I would usually text her because she would come and get him and I wanted him to be out of the situation. But there were plenty of times, you know, things would maybe escalate in the middle of the night or we would be into it, you know, uh, two, three o'clock in the morning. And my my oldest witnessed so much. Um, and I, I say in the article, like at two years old, he gained survival skills that, Children should not ever have to gain, you know, at two years or half. At two years old, um, when his parents were fighting, he would go in the nursery and check on his brother. And if for some reason the baby looked like he was turning or waking up or whatever, um, my little one would throw... Blankets and pillows, or not pillows, but toys, over in the crib, just to try to pacify him or get him back to sleep. Um, he would also, you know, lay in the bed between us, and like if we started mouthing or arguing, he put his hands over our mouths and tell us to be quiet, you know. And then there are several times like I would be hysterical, just hysterically crying, and my two-year-old child would console me, and it was just one of those things like he knew how to because he had done it so often. And when you're living in a situation like that, you're living in this toxic environment and it's just rage all the time and you're fighting and you're screaming. Um, yeah, it is extremely selfish, especially when there are children around. But a lot of times you're so you have these goggles on and you can't really see it. You know, you can't really see the damage that is that is going on. It's normal, you know. So even though it's toxic from the outside looking in, it's extremely toxic um, while you're in this situation, it's normal. So for me, you know, I did not realize the extent in which I was damaging my children until I left. And, um, you know, I talk about in this article, how I moved out and I got my own place and, um, you know, I'm, I'm setting up this apartment, you know, it's nice and I love it and we're comfortable. And, um, I think I was, I was alone for two days trying to get everything together. And then I went to my mom's to get my boys and and bring them home. And they were going to stay with me, um, the first night in their first night in the apartment. And my son was terrified. He did not want to go. He kicked and he screamed. Um, when I finally did get him to the apartment, he cried all night. He was, he was terrified. And what it comes down to is that I was no longer his safe place. He did not feel safe with me he found peace with my mother because through all of the arguing the fighting um the war zone that was our old home when she would come and get him he was at peace that was his place of solace that was his safe haven and um, that was where he where he wanted to be so me trying to just um you know, grab him up and say, okay, we have a new place now and things, is, things are good and life is good. Um, it didn't work like that. And I talk in the article about, or I mentioned in the article about how um, even when I moved out, my son for a good six months, six to eight months, he spent half of his week with my mother and half of his week with myself and my ex-husband because he was so damaged. Like it was not fair for him for us to just drag him out of the place where he felt comfortable. And um, as a mother, that was really hard. Like, looking your child in the face and begging him to come and stay with you and, um, you know, live with you. <laughs> um, and he didn't want to. He absolutely didn't want to. He did not trust me. And when he was there, he was extremely jumpy. Um you know, one thing I talk about, especially, you know, when I'm talking to friends and they're in bad situations is, uh, even if you don't see, or you don't think that you see any kind of, uh, damage or harm to your children, um, it's there, you know, one thing about my child now, like I feel extremely guilty about is the level of anxiety that he has. And I have no doubt that he has that anxiety because of what he went through when his father and I were together. Um, he's an extremely jumpy child. Uh, you can't watch a sports game around him and, you know, say, "woo, go team. Like you can't just have these moments or these outbursts um, because it, it, it frightens him. He, his, his nervous system is shot. And um, I feel really guilty about that. That was because of us. You know, we did that to him and, you know, I just felt like it was important. That's kind of, it's a one story that I have that I really felt was important to get out there. Um, in this day and age, especially with social media, it's like, nobody wants to admit when they're failing or when their relationship, their marriage is failing. Everyone wants to keep things together and keep things looking picture perfect all the time. And You know, I can understand that to a certain extent. I am a huge advocate for um, marital counseling. My my ex-husband and I did um, church counseling, marriage counseling. We did absolutely just about every counseling you could imagine, and it just did not work. And I stayed for longer. We both stayed for longer than we should have, I think, because we wanted to keep our family together. You know, we wanted to stay together for our kids. We wanted to keep our family together. We did not want to fail. But... In doing that, we still failed. We failed our children because my oldest child is scarred <laughs> from living with parents who, you know, just despised each other. we I won't say we hated each well, there yes, there were days where we hated each other. um, and he witnessed that. And um, I think it's just really, really, really important, you know, if you are married. If you are unhappy in your marriage, if you've been unhappy for a while, um, take a look at what it's doing to your kids, even if you're not screaming and fighting, you know, in the ways that we were. For me, I want my kids to see or have an example of a loving relationship and a loving home. I don't ever want them to get in a situation and settle because it's comfortable or because they have kids with someone. Or because, you know, it's easier to pay the bills with two people versus one and it's you don't want to think about starting over. I want them to be in a, in a marriage or a relationship because they are in love with the person that they are with. Um, and I knew that in the situation that we were in, we were not being a, an example of that. We weren't showing them how to love because we weren't in a loving environment. Um, so I just think it's really important. Um, that's a super important message. You know, I know like back in the 1950s, people would stay together for the kids because, uh, that was kind of like the moral and societal norm. And now, you know, divorce is, is it's a lot more common, but I feel like Social media is making it worse, if that makes sense. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to put their life on display and, and, um, admit that, you know, their marriage has failed or whatever. But again, it's just one of those things, you know, that's the biggest lesson that I think I've learned so far as a mom is that, um, you know, like your kids happiness, 110% comes first. It comes before your pride it comes before the opinions of you know anyone else your family members even your significant other um you know i know that biblically your relationship with your husband or your wife should come before your relationship with your children and i do i understand that however to a certain extent i have to disagree i feel like um your kids did not ask to be placed on this earth. They did not ask to be put in these toxic um, situations. And and when you start making your kids play the role of, you know, like, I don't know, a marriage counselor or even um, just, you're making them grow up way sooner than they should, then it's it's not healthy. And And for me, I personally feel like it's selfish. So that's just one of those things. Like I said, um, that one is on my personal blog, Touche by Tira. And, um, you know, I actually pinned it the other day and I woke up to, um, a message from a person who found it on Pinterest and was saying like, oh, I needed to see this. And, you know, I think, um, that's what it's about. I think that, you know, people just need to hear that it's okay to leave. It's okay to recognize that, you know, your children are in a, bad situation and you have to do what you have to do to get them out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super surprised and overwhelmed by the amount of, um, I guess people that have reached out to me regarding that article. So I just wanted to talk about it a little bit and, um, put my thoughts out there. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it for this episode. And, um, um, I will probably try to do a couple of these a week. I also uh, have to keep up with my blog, Um, but I really enjoy talking about things. There are some things that are just really hard for me to put down on paper and write out, so they're easier said um, than they are written, if that makes sense. So um, thank you for listening in, and I will be back on here within the next couple days with a new episode. Thank you, guys.